Welcome to church. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we're finishing up on the sermon series out of the Pilgrim Psalms. Um, this whole series about preparing ourselves um, to come into God's presence. Um, one of the main reasons we did this series was to prepare our hearts and our minds and our own lives to, to go back to church. Um, next Sunday, 12 September, we are starting again with our live church services. We are looking forward to it and want to invite you to come and join us. Um, it, will be a, a, it will be really good to be together as family of Christ in such a way. Um, after service, we're going to have a lunch together. Um, please book your tickets. You've got the information down below. Just do it now. Um, take a minute, take a few seconds. Just log on there, register, get your tickets. It's going to not be too nice if you get to church and other people go having a nice, nice lunch and you're just there. <laughs> so yeah, please book it. Um, our bookings closes tonight at 12 o'clock. So please don't miss out on that opportunity. Going forward, our church service is going to look a little bit different. Um, every second and fourth Sunday of the month, we've got church in London, David Game College. And then every first and third Sunday of the month, um, our online services will continue. Um, so um, if you want to join us online, um, every first and third Sunday, there will be an English sermon available. Um, so please, please join us. Before our, we start our service this morning, um, I read in the week uh, all the drama and sadness and terror that's taking place in Afghanistan. Um, they had an interview with a lady and she used the words Takan Kordum, which means a rare life event that shakes you to your core after which you will have changed forever. What's happening in Afghanistan is changing people's lives forever. Um, so keep that in your prayers. Let's pray for peace. Um, let's pray for sanity to prevail um, in Afghanistan. Um, so let's bow our heads in prayer. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that we may come together this morning um, as your family, as, as, your, as the body of Christ. Thank you that we may bow our heads in prayer. And that we don't need to be afraid to talk about our faith, to live our faith. And I pray for people in Afghanistan, for families that's disrupted, for people that live in fear. And I ask, Lord Jesus, that you will keep on working there, that you will show your mercy, that you will show your presence in the lives of those people. And I ask you, Lord Jesus, to, 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 to do a miracle. Um, to protect people. I want to ask Lord Jesus that you will use your children to make a difference even in those very difficult circumstances. I'm going to pray for our service this morning, Lord Jesus, that you will bless it, that you will use it as a takan kordum in our own life, as an event that will change us forever. We pray this in your holy name. Amen. We're going to read from Psalm 130 this morning. Psalm 130 and a few verses from Psalm 132. Um, I'm going to read um, from the message. Psalm 130. Help God, the bottom has fallen out of my life. 
Master, hear my cry for help. Listen hard. Open your ears. Listen to my cries for mercy. If you, God, kept records on wrongdoings, who would stand a chance? As it turns out, forgiveness is your habit, and that's why you're worshipped. I pray to God, my life I pray, and wait for what he'll say and do. My life's on the line before God, my Lord, waiting and watching till morning, waiting and watching till morning. Oh, Israel, wait and watch for God. With God's arrival comes love. With God's arrival comes generous redemption. No doubt about it. He'll redeem Israel. Buy back Israel from captivity to sin. And then Psalm 132 he started it in verse 2. I'm not going home. I'm not going to bed. I'm not going to sleep. Not even take time to rest until I find a home for God. A house for a strong God of Jacob. That concludes our scripture reading. Every time that you spend time with the Lord, something happens in your heart. Every time you read Bible, you pray. You worship, you go to church every time you have conversations with people about your faith. Something happens every time you, you just come under the influence of God's presence. Something changes for the good in your lives. Your, your heart is calibrated or, or, or your heart is, is touched or, 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 or it's just opened up for God to work. You're moving closer to God rather than moving away, drifting away in any, any direction. We must always remember that, that what faith does is faith prepares us for an encounter with God the whole time. Everything we does leads to that. Everything we do in, 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 in old Israel, um, the Jews sang these psalms, these pilgrim songs, uh, Psalm 130, 123 to 134, when they prepared themselves to go back to the temple, to go back to the place where they knew God was. And we've got to have that same mindset. We've got to prepare our hearts, our minds, our lives to be in the presence of God. The other side of the coin that's important is to realize that if we understand Scripture right, if we understand right what Jesus did, what the Holy Spirit's work is in our life, then we know that God is already with us. We're already in His presence. He's not going away. He's not going somewhere else. He's not deaf. He's, not, he's, he's, he's available to each one of us Exactly in this instance. But it's easy to forget that we live in His presence. It's, it's easy to forget that everything we do, everything we read, we talk about, we watch, we think about, and the way we treat people, the way people treat us, all those things have an influence on my relationship with the Lord. It builds it or it breaks it. It, it builds the fact that I live, I'm living in the presence of God or I ignore it and start to live in another way. 
it's it's only one of these two choices we have. It's interesting how how much time and energy and money we spend on on investments, on on um, life policies, on insurance, uh, medical insurance, life insurance, that we invest in our future. It's interesting how how much time and effort we put in preparing a good meal for friends, cleaning the house, get everything sorted, uh, make a lot of preparations for meeting with friends. And it's, it's important to start thinking of our relationship in the Lord in the same terms. The fact that I am busy preparing myself for this important engagement, for this important uh, appointment I have with the Lord. Everything you're busy with today, everything that you plan for today are going to have an impact on your relationship with the Lord. When we were down in France, we had this one um, one guy that uh, did a lot of work in our property we've got. And um, he's only man, very good craftsman, and normally helps out when I don't have the tools or the knowledge or the know-how to fix something. Um, he's not a man of faith, but I know the Lord knows him and the Lord's this at the, in this moment working in his life. But he came down to visit when we were down there last and both me and Ronald told all each other, he lingered, he, he hung around, he sticked around, stayed longer. And then after a while he came, came forwards and told us about the trouble he's having with his son. Um, and I realized we are so lucky as Christians to have other Christians to talk to. To have people that support us. To have people that build into our lives. Who are that people for you? Who are they for you? Because I think it's one of the most difficult things to be on your own. To, be, to have nowhere to turn. And maybe that's what lockdown did in your life. Maybe it put you in a situation where you were all on your own. For a very long time, for with no one to turn to, with no one to help, with no one to just call in and see if you're okay. Um, Psalm one thirty says, "I know the Lord's on His way. I know it, and I'm waiting for Him, and I'm watching, and I'm preparing myself because He's on His way. He's coming, and while I'm waiting." I will take the opportunity to prepare my heart and my mind and my life, to ask forgiveness, to clean myself, to clean this house of the Lord, waiting and watching. He uses an interesting image of watchmen on a tower that watched the whole night, that uh, stood watch the whole night over the city. And then they, it's, the, the morning is starting to break and they, they, they're waiting and watching for the sun to come up, for the new day to arrive, because they knew darkness is going to be driven away. They knew a new day is coming. Because we sometimes think that to wait is to, it's a waste of time, it's to do nothing, but that's not what the Bible sees waiting as. Um, Waiting is to live in such a way that you expect God 
to do something. Waiting is, is to do things. Waiting is to challenge yourself as if the Lord are going to arrive in your presence right at this moment. Waiting is to live in such a way as if the Lord is already there with you. Psalm 132 said, a few verses we read said, but um, there's this restlessness uh, with the writer of the psalm. It says, I'm not going to sleep. I'm not going to lie on my bed before the Lord's house isn't prepared. For everything, before everything is ready for his house. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do anything. I can't sleep. I can't rest. I've got to figure this out. I've got to prepare this encounter we're going to have, God. If we understand the New Testament right, we are God's temple. You are God's temple. I'm God's temple. And we, we need to have the same kind of restlessness to prepare our own temples for God that's on his way. For the arrival of God. For the encounter we're going to have with him. If I can be honest with you. What's going to happen if the Lord knocks on your door this morning? What's going to happen in your life if he arrives on your doorstep this morning? Are you ready? Are you ready to open up? To let him in? Sometimes it's sometimes scary to think of that in this way because the Bible tells a few stories of people that wasn't prepared. Um, Jesus came knocking on the door and they weren't ready. And Revelations tells us that uh, Revelations 3.20 tells that the Lord is knocking on your door and if you listen to hear his voice, you've got to open up. But sometimes we think we're not ready. Sometimes we think we're not worthy. Sometimes we think we've got so much. There's so, so much things going on in our life. There's so much things wrong in our life. We rather not open up. We'll rather turn around and walk away. Give up on God. Maybe we must go back to Psalm 130 verse 3. Which says. If you God kept records on wrongdoings. Who would stand a chance? As it turns out, forgiveness is your habit. And that's why you worship. How amazing is that? That forgiveness is God's habit. And that's why we will continue to worship Him. That's why we will continue to welcome Him into our presence. That's why we'll continue to open our hearts and our minds for an encounter with this God. Not because we're good enough. Because we are forgiven. I saw this, this picture uh, taken a lot of years ago about the little J.J. Kennedy playing under his dad's desk in the Oval Office in the White House. Um, that was the same desk where very important life-changing decisions were made. That was the same desk where, where decisions was made that influenced millions of people's lives. And it was the same Oval Office where, where you can't go in if you were, haven't been invited. It doesn't matter how important you think you are. But little JJ and his sister played there. Why? Because it was his dad's office. His dad was a president. And that was enough qualification for him to go there. 
The same with our relationship with the Lord. We're His children. If we're in His presence, we can go and play. We don't have to be afraid. It doesn't matter how, how important it seems. And I know in my life, if I open my heart and my mind and my eyes for the Lord to work, if I'm willing to open myself up for the fact that the Lord's already with me, then I will experience His power. I'll experience His love. I will experience His mercy. I will understand that we're part of a much bigger story. Open up your heart. Prepare your mind for the Lord's presence. Start to realize that everything you do, everything you think about, has got an impact on your relationship with the Lord. Allow these love to change your love. Be your love. Psalm 130 says, O Israel, wait and watch for God. With God's arrival comes love. With God's arrival comes generous redemption. May that be true of your in your life if you realize our Lord is with you. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your promises in Scripture. We can build our lives on this. Thank you for the challenge to be ready, to prepare our hearts and our minds and our lives for an encounter with you. Will you open our, the eyes of our heart to see you, to realize that we are in your presence at this very moment. And it's a presence where we don't have to live in fear, but where we are children, where we are forgiven, where we are welcome. Thank you for your love, for your mercy. I want to pray for people in Afghanistan. That you will spread them and cover them with your love and your mercy and your protection. Give us the wisdom to understand these situations to do and to need to do what's best in the situations. And I pray for our churches that are going to come together again, Lord Jesus. Bless that. Our lives is in your hand. Our church is in your hand, Lord Jesus. Thank you that we can trust you with this. Pray this in your holy name. Amen. We now have an opportunity to bring our offerings. You've got all the information down below. Thank you for everybody that has um, contributed throughout this time. The most important announcement is our church service on 12th of September. Other words, church service is also starting this time. Um, you would have, you would have received those information already. Sunday 12th September, our first church service in London. Please come, bring friends. It's going to be a huge opportunity where we worship the Lord. Just thank Him for, for His protection and for the opportunity to be busy with His work and His Word. Afterwards, we're going to have a meal together. Uh, you've got to order. You've got to order a ticket. <laughs> you've got to pay for your meal before. Uh, it closes tonight, so please order your meal right now. Um, our birthdays in London for this week, August Pretorius, Edward Riss today, 
may it be an amazing day for you guys. Uh, Kolia Dead's birthday as well, and Nidal, the Olival's birthday this week. Nidal, um, happy birthday. I want to end our church service with Psalm 134. It says, Come bless God, all you servants of God. You priests of God posted to the night watch in God's shrine. Lift your praising hands to the holy place and bless God. In turn, may God of Zion bless you, God who made heaven and earth. Amen.
Die Vogte 